Filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here! For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Dusty, we have to breathe! Minute by minute. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good size twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Solid F2 Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting here next to me is my co-host, Kelly. Just a co-host? Oh, we're going to do this again? You didn't even try to get, like, love of my life or I just thought that was wife. a little over the top. I mean, Valentine's Day is over. Okay. Actually, we've missed a lot of holidays since we last did the show. Which <laughs> like, what did we think, do this? Halloween? I think um, before Halloween, maybe. I'm not sure. Yes. Uh, apologies for uh, the delay, but things happen in the fall, and then the holidays come, and things are even more crazy with uh, the two little kids and all the uh, the Christmas and holiday excitement that they get into and that we want to make things memorable for them, so we do a lot during the week and the weekends and yeah it's just a lot going on so we apologize for not being around uh, it is what it is but you know we want to do this uh, in our free time when we have it and I mean to be honest we were enjoying sitting on the couch watching well I mean at one time it was the Hallmark Channel movies for the holidays then we got really into the uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia hole and we came out the other side, and now we're ready to talk Twister again, where we'll be watching, listening, discussing the 81st minute of the movie. I mean, at this point, should we just start over? Uh, no, <laughs> the last thing you want to do is start over, as I've, we've made it this by far. By we, I meant you. As uh, we're approaching our two-year anniversary. Yeah, this was uh, started relatively early during the coronavirus pandemic back in March, we we talked about it. I kind of suggested it, and I don't think you thought I was serious, but here we are nearly two years later, and we're an hour and 20 minutes into the film, and we don't have a lot left. I mean, we're, what, two-thirds of the way through? The, uh, the tornado just ripped through Akita, and we're trying to rescue Meg, and that's the part of the, the movie we're at right now. But I, I do appreciate the people reaching out to say, is this over? Are you done? We're not going to hear the end of it. All of which I'm sure you have seen this movie many, many times. But uh, despite what Kelly thinks, there are people out there that listen to us. And the great thing about a, Don't believe that. a great thing about a podcast about a movie that's been out for over 25 years is 
it's timeless, ageless. It can be downloaded and listened to whenever. The only thing that dates when it was created, the podcast, is things we talk about. The pandemic and the holidays and milestones and maybe events. But otherwise, the discussion about the movie itself will be there forever. Because I don't think Jean de Bont is going to do a uh, Twister special edition. He's not going to pull uh, his inner George Lucas and, and do anything with that now. I mean, we're still waiting for the sequel, though. That's been kind of an on-the-back-burner topic throughout this time of doing the Solid F2 podcast. There's always been these rumors and news articles about Twister getting a reboot or seeing a direct sequel. Um, Helen Hunt has been involved with uh, those things. So we'll see if that ever comes to fruition. And uh, maybe one last time when we get to the end, we'll have to... uh, to recap that or talk about things we'd like to see, which we've done before. But like we said, it's going to be over two years since we started this. So just to refresh everyone's memory. But are you prepared to watch and listen to this minute now, Kelly? We just watched it. Well, no, we need to allow the audience to listen in and then we can discuss it. Well, then it it's doesn't been, matter. Know, it's if been I'm a ready. while. It's been a while. So. It doesn't matter if I'm I just want to make sure you didn't need to focus. I I never focus on anything. Right. Yes. You you are right about that. Mm-hmm. Max, did you hear that? What? So is Aunt Meg fine? She doesn't look fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Well, Deal with it. I, it's a little annoying that they're calling and calling for her, and she doesn't respond. Right, because you think she might be unconscious. Right, but when you find her, she's perfectly conscious, and she's like, I'm fine. Yeah. It's like, but okay, I, I well, then answer, answer me, Aunt Meg. I was playing hide and seek. Like, Come and get me. I, it's, just, it's just a little bit frustrating. A little frustrating. So we're in, we're in Wakita, Aunt Meg's house has been hit. Bill and Joe have entered. That's where the minute picks up. They're yelling for her, like Kelly said. They're trying to find Meg. I feel like during this, there's not, again, I feel like we say this often, but there's not a lot of dialogue. There's more than other minutes we've, we've uh, discussed, but not a lot of things to pick apart here. Was there anything that jumped out to you other than <laughs> Meg's fine? She's just was waiting for the right moment to answer. I don't think that I had ever paid that much attention to what fell on her. Is it a bookshelf? I thought it was a bookshelf. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about it before, but it looks like a bookshelf that they pulled off of her. Uh, I did notice not something that I'm usually looking for in this movie, but it's 
this the sounds that are added into this that make it feel like a building that you know if if you're not watching and you don't see the destruction just kind of abandoned just sitting there there's a lot of like just weird echoes and cracks creaks but then also the water you mm-hmm. hear that so i thought the sound mixing sound editing um that was a good Mesh, job um, obviously we hear the dog and they latch onto and they call it Moe's. and when i hear the name Moe's, i just think of um dwight schrutz isn't it his brother <laughs> from the office his, his name cousin. is uh and i know it's probably because is it his cousin is that what it is i think, I think so. yeah i think you're right a family member at the beet farm, mm-hmm. uh, and he's always got a crazy, crazy look. But when they call call the, for the dog, and they're yelling Moe's, I'm thinking Moe's from the office now. Um, the convoy arrives. We don't see them get out, but they show up at all the destruction. But there, yeah, there's the thing on top of Aunt Meg. I guess I just assumed it was. It looks like a it bookcase, is. but they, but she's probably in the basement, right? Is that what we're seeing? She fell down. She She's made it down to the basement. It could just be on shelving. On a mattress, though? Is she on a mattress? Well, I, don't they teach you for disasters like that to try to get something that's thick and padded to, to put on you? I don't know yeah, if she was I'm trying to saying, get under it. Yeah, I'm just saying, did she drag her queen mattress down the stairs to the basement with her? Maybe she had a spare. I don't know. Maybe she was on the bed and it fell down. I, I mean, it doesn't seem to be. Maybe there's a cover on it. It's tough. No, I don't think so. It's I tough think to it was say. But you know, mattress. those honestly, the shelves or whatever fell on her, whether they're bookshelves, they're just there's a lot of spacing, so it doesn't look like it would be books. It just maybe looks like storage shelves. It almost reminds me of the the shelves that hold the paint cans in the Home Alone movies that fall mm-hmm. on them. But again, the, the spacing between the shelves is very large. So it almost looks like you'd be storing Maybe boxes she has or containers. Large print edition books that she stores there. Speaking of Aunt Megan books, we still haven't tackled what book she's reading in just a few minutes before this scene. That makes it sound like I've been working on it for the last few months. You're pulling on. the curtain back too far. You're supposed to make it seem like that's why we weren't here. I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have to slip it into a TikTok. You'll see it then. I will say that I do fear for them when the TV starts to slide because those right. old TVs are heavy. But you can see how strong <laughs> the cable is. The, well, and it's not the power cable, is it? No, it's is the it, cable. It's the cable cable. That's yeah. what I mean. Because it's screwed. It would be screwed, screwed in. into the yeah. wall. Yeah. Uh, but also, if in a modern times, when they remake Twister, reboot it, or sequel, and they have a scene that is a callback to that. Those TVs are so thin. People just, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. I think they'd be more upset that, you know, that's my, that's my $2,500, (laughs) $3,000, 4k, 85 inch, 4k ultra HD, (laughs) HDR. It's thinner than a piece of paper, but yeah, Yeah. a little bit, a little bit different. I mean, it would still hurt to have a flat screen following. Oh no. Yeah. TV hitting you from 10 feet up. Yeah. At least you're thinking, um, but, but like, also, the, it would fall because nowadays they're not really connected to the cable in the wall. They're connected right, to something else. It, you're right. And so it would bring everything else with <laughs> with it, too. The the television misses you, but your Apple TV smacks you right. on the way down. The, the little puck to the side <laughs> of the head. Yeah, that would feel great. Um, Speaking of the sound editing, I can't stand that squeak when the cable's squeak. Oh, yeah, that holding. is like nails on a chalkboard, huh? Mm-hmm. I always – it always um was a little – um upsetting to me to see the blood because i felt like it was very bright like it's very vibrant blood mm. do you think because she's old she has darker blood no i just I, I don't know it just it felt a little a tad unnatural to me like they just kind of like threw some red 
coloring yeah. down. It Listen, didn't look I like... watch a lot of ID channel. You don't have I've to remind me of that. Seen a lot of dramatic reenactments of murder scenes and full on, you know, real police photos. And you'd be surprised how red blood is. Oh no, I, I if you remember, I had a clotting disorder that things would just oh, allow allow me I? to bleed, and uh, and I was also on a blood thinner, which made it vi- much more vibrant. So I was thinking maybe the blood she, thinner made your blood redder. It, it looked much more redder. Yeah. Well, I remember much more redder. I remember um, an, an accident with a customer um, leaving the day job. Where the wind blew the car door into her leg. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And she was outside screaming for help because she was trying to stop it. Like, it was a pretty bad cut. She was an older woman, right? We had to call 911 and the ambulance had to come and we were helping her try to keep pressure on it. And she was on blood thinners and the blood that was splattered all over the road. I remember thinking, wow, that's that's very bright. And and someone mentioned, it was like, that's something that... A side effect of the blood thinner it causes the color. Now, what, maybe that was BS. I don't know, mm. but I associate more vibrant Just red colored blood. Alternative facts. I, I they were EMTs, so I was taking them at their <laughs> word. I don't, you know. That's fair. I mean, uh, I've never had a had a clotting disorder, so. So I and, and ma- maybe it was like thinner. maybe she's on a blood thinner. That, that's what I was kind of like trying uh, to make that um, I connection got there first. now. I got there first, um, right? So. Well, I still, like, she's very alert. I just feel like she should have. She should have been yelling out. Here comes your screech. Should we turn it up? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. So they, now they need to get out, but that'll be minute 82. Uh, but minute 81, Bill and Joe finding Aunt Meg under uh, the storage shelving unit that's fallen on her, hitting her in the head. And they're now they got to make their way out, but... That's it for minute 81. Uh, do you have anything to say about Twister or anything since we've been on the, the podcast? It's been like three months, so. <laughs> but I've seen this movie so many times, I it doesn't matter if the months go by. Um, no, I'm good. This is a rather uneventful scene. I just wish Meg could have spoken up a little sooner. It's like when you're playing hide and seek with your kids. Right. And like you really can't find them. And they're not willing to like announce themselves to you but you start to panic a little bit because you can't find them and you're like no seriously guys where are you and they're still silent it's like come on guys sense the tone sense the tone they do not she wasn't willing to give up her position until they pulled that (laughs) until the tv was ready to fall on her (laughs) they pulled the shelf off she was like i was hiding you found me good job now it's my turn (laughs) so yeah, one well, of my favorite lines of the whole movie is coming up. I don't know if it's in the next minute or the minute after, but oh, your your car is in a tree around the corner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we may get that in the next minute. If not, probably the minute thereafter. So we're really close to it. Yeah, I do. I enjoy that. Uh, I also like like Meg does this like exasperated like eye roll gas where she like lays back down and the it reclines in the uh, ambulance. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a good moment. Uh, we well, we did have a twister connection. We watched the we started the series. Ghost, which I think is on CBS, right? Is that right? We're yep. watching it on Paramount yep. Yep. Plus, so yeah, it's got to be CBS. And in the premiere, a uh, a cast member from Twister is is in that. So yeah, I feel like you and I both did the uh, 
Leonardo DiCaprio gif where he like sits up and points. We we're both like, hey, there he is. But he was <laughs> only in the pilot. He was only I in the pilot. I don't think that he was and in you the... brought that up, I think, in the second episode. Yeah, of... he wasn't there, which is sad because, you know, I like that connection. And to keep that going, in the most recent two episodes we've watched, um, they made the Halloween episode, made a Ghostbusters reference for several minutes of, they yeah. talked about it the entire episode right. yeah and then next the episode? very next episode a jurassic park reference so that hits on two of our favorite movies if we could just get a twister reference well we got the twister character actor right right i just meant so like a literal i, mention I would of like the movie. i would like some sort of mention of apollo 13 yeah. i would take tom hanks um reference lord of the or, rings would be yep. would be fun harry potter I feel like we could get a Lord of the Rings reference with the Thorn and yeah, Thorfinn character. Yeah, we have that, 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 that Norse. Viking, Viking Norse yeah. sort of feel to it. There's a possibility. So we're enjoying the show. It's funny. We started that after It's Always Sunny. We made sure to get caught up on Bob's Burgers. We, we, that had been off for a while. Um, yeah, and it's interesting watching a television show that isn't 100% about the world's worst people. Because <laughs> It's Always I'm Sunny. Sorry, you're talking about... Oh, okay. I wasn't <laughs> sure if you're talking Always Sunny, your ID shows, or the news right now. So yeah, um, you, but you were you were talking. About I was it's I was sunny. specifically <laughs> talking about it's always sunny because those are the world's most terrible people. Um, but you can lump Putin in there too. That's fine. You gotta laugh, otherwise you'll cry. So that's what they say. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, the Twister brief cameo uh, in series premiere of ghosts on cbs or paramount plus uh twister connection we both we both were like yeah we're not going to tell you where though you got to find it yourself right i don't want to ruin it i don't want to tell you who it was you go and, and and check it out and see if you notice it as well so that was fun but uh anything else for uh minute 81 of the of the movie kel nope i'm done anything else to say no i said I'm you're done. done okay well we'll move on so uh Again, thanks for the people that reached out to uh, just see if we were going to continue the show. And uh, this is verification that I wasn't lying. We apologize that it did take a few more months to uh, to get an episode, a few episodes out. But um, we're happy to be back, and hopefully, we can continue right along and move all the way through. Uh, let's see how many total. We're, Wrap it up, Joe. I'm trying to figure out how many episodes there will be. It how doesn't matter. Minutes? Wrap it up. 113, and we're uh, finishing 81. So there you go. All right. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SolidF2Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Too many